0: you're listening to house of Knuckle. that's right we're coming to you live with just some thoughts as we're sitting here enjoying a lovely vegan snack at roots cafe in south slope try saying that 10 times in a row that's a real tongue twister for ya. but no this is a vegan cafe relatively new Four and a half stars on Yelp. It is a brick day. When I say brick, I'm saying brick. Okay. This is the type of cold that like cuts through yarn and just gets cold anyway. My goodness. So we needed some shelter. So that's why we're here. And we decided to record just some thoughts as we were sitting here discussing the bad political theater like my boy Senator Mike Revell said in the beginning of this whole show, that it was called Bad Political Theater. This is part, like, 27. (laughs) My God. But anyway, so I didn't even catch this whole thing, because when they said it was from 8 to 11:30 or something. I was like, I can't this is going to be some drawn out bad political theater. It's one thing they should wrap it up in an hour. It's like we all know this is a sham but to stretch out our pain like that, it loses its hilarity after like an hour and 45 minutes. But anyway, I saw enough. We came in at least like an hour plus into it and you know towards the end they we were really like getting their feathers ruffled and... I mean, anyway, no one can really think... Well, actually, a lot of people do really think. That's why hearing this is going to shock you. (laughs) But it shouldn't... That CNN was not there to present and give us, the viewers, a very introspective look into these candidates so that we could listen to the debate and the questions and then we as the voters you know, think about what they've said then we can do our own fact checking they clearly are trying to push a narrative and this isn't just my assessment, this is people who write about Politics for years have been writing about this independently, but you don't hear that echoed on the talking points on the major news stations in this country: CNN, ABC, Viacom, CBS. Every every place that generates news that's on the television and that's publicly traded, basically, even PBS. Yes. <laughs> Even PBS, they're going to give you a more, like, library aspect coming from it. But they still have a narrative to push. And it was very obvious, even without having, doing years of studying political history and all that comes with that, to see that last night they gave Senator Klobuchar an immense amount of time, so much time that this woman was able to tell her life story from infancy until now. No, from the minute she came out of my mom, my mom, my pal, and my grandpa, it was a coal miner. I know so much about that woman's family, more than my own, actually. (laughs) I mean, I'm serious, more than my own family members. I I know, I know about the (laughs) child. But they gave her an excessive amount of time because they really want to give her a platform to somehow, in their deluded minds, (laughs) think that she can somehow replace Senator Sanders if he is not to be the frontrunner anymore, which is just this plan that I feel that the oligarchs have just constructed because they were just so afraid to let go of their power oh actually let me not say power it's about money 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 if <laughs> so i wasn't in a cafe i'd break out in that song from cabaret money because that's what this is about money 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 oh yeah oh wasn't that trump's like camp <laughs> no 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 no. That, no that was from the show where he's like you fire. fired what was it, The Apprentice? That was the theme song. <laughs> the theme song. He you know, used it in this campaign, too. Oh, did he, <laughs> he? would come out to see the crowd and that song. Oh, my God. Why am I not surprised? Why am I not surprised after that? He was... He is... <laughs> I can just see him now. He is just... Is he a Why? Margalog- Margalog- I can't say any of these, like names, Klobuchar and and mar but anyway, wherever he is he's in chilling and with the biggest smile on his face being like <laughs> yeah! Oh, but one thing that is interesting that I um, came across in my research was that like the minute that it was concluded that he was acquitted He, like, tweeted out about some trade agreement that had passed through the House and the Senate, meaning, like, this just proves the point of, like, the whole fallacy of the whole process if you're going to be passing every single objective and plan and law that he puts on the table while you're trying to tell us that he is some horrible criminal that needs to be banished from the the face of this earth. Like, how do you expect me to believe that? So then, of course, it was all an act for her to be like, let me rip it up, let me rip it up, so that she can appeal to this base so they can be like, yeah. You go. And that's gonna fire up his base and be like they were calling her a child. Like it was like half on Twitter when they rate the the things trending that day. It was like power to Pelosi was like, you know, trending, but then people are also calling her infantile and like whatever. No, but it works for both ways. They I mean they they think they're geniuses. They're like slapping each other high fives. They're like, yeah, it works. <laughs> That's right. She'd be like, "Yeah, so you don't extend me your hand to shake, and then I'm gonna rip up this speech after, it. it's gonna be great. Then we'll meet in Margaritaville and have margaritas and play golf yeah. <laughs> with um, the fake president of Venezuela too. He's he's gonna be there. It's gonna be some party." Live from Brooklyn. This can you believe like first of all i don't understand when have you ever isn't the state of the union about the states in our union i don't even understand why you have brought in a leader from another country into this whole thing and talk i mean <laughs> just well, i don't even understand why more people weren't like what why is he even here like why are you taking time that must be real important, you know? And the fact that people don't even, like, it's just so sad about... But I guess it's the age difference. I feel like even when we were watching that clip of Bernie, like, there's this really great clip of Bernie, which we should put on the blog, um, where in 1988, when he was the mayor of Burlington, Vermont... He was so interested to know the the um, thoughts and the hopes and the dreams and just wanted to get to know his constituency, which most politicians only do that on the campaign trail to make it appeal, like, oh, yeah, I'm for the people. But then they get back and they make their backdoor deals with corporations or people that have an investment in things going a certain way like oh we're gonna give we'll fund your campaign and we'll give you this but when it's time to vote for this you better vote this way and that's what i mean and that's not what the political system should be and so then you have this independent governor (laughs) in Vermont declaring that he's a democratic socialist and he's out at the mall like you can see the shop like the pretzel shop in the background with his like recorder and he's in his corduroys and he's like so hey let's stop these kids over here and it's like these two punk kids with great leather jackets and like uh, you know like awesome haircuts and mohawks and black lipstick and they're like, "Yeah." They were giving off a real Marilyn Manson vibe before he was even popular, okay? But the interesting thing is, in my point is in this video, is that those youngsters, they were... I forget. Did he ask how old they were? They were teenagers, but they were really not just like, I'm dressing like this to piss off my parents. Like, they really had a reason as to why... They were embracing punk, and it was, like, as a statement to say that they aren't cool with how fake everything is around them, and they knew, like, Reagan was, this was 88, so Reagan was in power at the time, this trickle-down economics, and, like, it was, like, not good times up in here, so... And as we found out later, listening to more interviews with Bernie, that Vermont was one of the poorest states in that point in time. I don't think that's still the same way, but it could be. I mean, if you think about in this country, the wealth is generated by what the state offers. Like, California has a high gross national product. New York does, because this is New York, you know. But Vermont, like, the syrup and... (laughs) <laughs> you know, the skiing that brings in some money i know but they're not like they're so small oh yeah they're no for cheese they got good cheese they've got good like livestock and stuff their cows but they're not a big enough state to like provide all of that for the united states and like we're selling our syrup abroad <laughs> So they were born. So he wanted to know what was up, you know? And I feel like it really is going to be the youth or people who are youth-minded that are really going to shake things up, you know? But the thing about Bernie, too, his support is spanning age. It's beyond. Yes, young people are, like, fired up about him, but there's a lot of people... In their 50s, 60s, especially he's doing well with that social security crowd too because he's always fought for them. He knows that, I mean, they know that he's not BSing them. You know? What about that was my mom? <laughs> That's how you came in. Oh, yeah, because they want to push her. Which I just think, like, you guys need to manufacture somebody else. I don't know why you're trying to start with this woman, but listen here. (laughs) Listen here. I think she's even more unrelatable than HRC. Like, she just seems to be so fake to me. Insincere. I don't believe anything that she's saying at all. Like, at all. And she doesn't want anything. She doesn't want to... I mean, want to... She's against, like, everything. (laughs) You ask her, no, no free college, no, no Medicare for all, like, no, nothing. So it's like, what are you offering? What, like, I mean, I don't think any of those people besides... What are they... Oh, well, Warren is like, oh, I want to... She has her points or whatever, but... Yeah, speaking of her, she was lying again on that stage. Lying. Lying Lizzie. And, of course, they're not going to catch her on her lies either. Not even Bernie. I'm waiting for him to be like, excuse me? Like how Snoop talked to Gail King. That is what I want to see from you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, side note on that. They went too far. I read that Oprah is like pleading with the world to, like, leave Gail alone, that basically she's on the edge of breaking because people have threatened to kill her. Oh, man. oh, yeah. It's real. So, like, please stop. The I mean, there's just been too much death and, like, sadness for y- y'all to be threatening to kill this woman is <laughs> just taking it too far. You can critique... The whole thing, but I would just, um, I would just yeah. advise people. Yeah, first of all, chill. <laughs> first of all, have some respect. This thing like happened like days ago too. Have they even? They haven't even had a funeral for these people, have they? I did not read about it. I don't think these people have been buried yet. So like, first of all, shame on Viacom CBS. That's right, Viacom Viacom, <laughs> for even. That's where the blame, I think, needs to be, not on Gail King, because she is a pawn of the establishment that she works for. She does not have a choice. Like, do you? Th- she doesn't even choose what she wears to go on that thing. Oh no. she it's doesn't. So she can have. I mean, they can ask her, like, "Oh, out of these outfits, which one you want to wear?" <laughs> it's not like, "Oh, I brought in my own." Like, they'd be like, mm. "That doesn't go with." our background today that doesn't go with anything that we have going on or like let's just say for she has rocked her hair and I mean people were making fun of her hair they made I mean they decimated her on social media I can see why if she reads any of those things she's a human being of course she's gonna be scared when <laughs> Snoop Dogg is talking to her like she is a grown man like who's been doing push-ups in jail for years like that's how he was talking to her and he did say if you don't stop we're gonna find you so dang you know but anyway back to her hair the example is is that Gayle King wanted to come in and rock a fro the next day why come CBS would not be down with that she can't wear her hair the way she wants. She can't put lipstick on the way she wants. She has to look a certain way to be on camera. for it to, Even on NBC, on this stupid show. How do you know this? I mean, I wasn't in the room when this whole thing went. First of all, she does not want to rock natural hair. But I'm saying if she... My point is, is that when you have gotten to that level, when you work for those type of companies and especially if you're on television like you're not like an executive in the back when you have the spotlight on you even people who belong to record labels like they have to follow, they can't just like do what they want if it's gonna come bad back on the record (laughs) label there'll be consequences for that, they sign contracts and all of that that they basically aren't gonna do anything that's gonna bring any sort of like you know, so you become... You know, like, once you accept that position, you have to accept it's going to come with that. And you're cool with that because the money and the fame and the fortune means more to you than integrity. (laughs) And plus, where are you going to get paid? There's no platform where you can be focused on, like, the truth and, you know, not telling a narrative that serves, like something other than the truth. Where is that? Like, the RT maybe is that, but they still have their negative. It is owned by Russia. You know, so of course, it's through that lens, and I wouldn't expect it not to be. However, you know, they're not gonna go in with some, like, crazy investigative piece about Putin, either. (laughs) They're not gonna be like... We're investigating Vladimir. Like, uh uh-uh, uh, that's not gonna happen on RT, but they are gonna have a more, like, hard lens on the West. And <laughs> they're gonna be like, ha ha, look at them. <laughs> Thinking we're spies. Look at how corrupt they are. And that's why a lot of these people who were once on mainstream news now have positions at RT. And before that, it was Al Jazeera, but then they shut down. So, besides... And Jimmy Dore has done a good job of raising his own base, so now he can, like... And Jordan. Yeah, Jordan's... And do J- like him yeah. and your, your boy, Aaron Mate. Oh, yeah, Aaron Mate. Yeah. But, I mean, I think Jimmy... Has really, de- I mean, his numbers are fantastic. They're probably still growing. And just from the YouTube show and doing his to- live tours, he can, I mean, getting fired from the Young Turks was like the best thing that could have happened for him. At House of Echo, at House of Echo, he just I mean he's so untrustworthy he's so I mean and for him being so rehearsed I don't understand why he doesn't have answers, especially when they ask him about anything race related in South Bend. He can't... He has such perfectly articulated, memorized answers, but for that, he's like, no. it no, no. It's like, so you don't even care about it to even memorize it. You're just like, yeah. And that clip of him being weird and not being able to, like, just being hi guys, not answering any questions. Or he couldn't even... He had just announced himself the winner of Iowa, so you would think he'd be like, I'm so happy I won, and I gotta gotta go. My husband's winning for me. Mine. He could have said that. He was like... <laughs> yes. I mean, it's just so weird. It's like, I... Yes, I have to analyze those things. Analyze those things when you're looking at these people. Like, if they're acting weird like that, like Mike Bloomberg shaking the snout of a dog, like, analyze that as being weird. Like, someone said it in Iowa. It was so funny. He was like, these fucking billionaire oligarch weirdos. Yes, weirdos who don't know how to, like, have... You know, like, they're so far removed from actual life that they can't have conversations and they don't know how to, like, feel things. They're so weird. Like, do you want those people to be in charge of stuff? Someone, someone who doesn't know how to interact with a small child or, like, a dog or like... It's like, this is just... It's laughable on one end, but then it's, like... We will definitely have to. Just like you see these Parisian people in the streets, I think they are still yellow jacketing it up. And they probably still will until they get what they want. <laughs> those of you who are called to the streets <laughs> need to start preparing, you know? And I think those with the least to lose need to be putting themselves in the front lines. If you have a lot to lose, I would not suggest that you be a street activist. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, Jane Fonda doesn't have anything to lose. She can get arrested 25,000 times. She will never serve one day in jail. She will have her rich attorneys get her off in two seconds. So she has nothing to lose. Like, people like that need to sacrifice themselves And be in the front lines. Like, you should not be a young brown person (laughs) trying to do that and risk because, you know, they do that in order to capture you so that you'll be in the system. You don't want to be in the system for something like that. You just don't. It makes things more complicated in life. So I think that there's a role for everyone to serve, and you just have to figure out what that role is. You might not be the one, or you might not have the personality, or you have to be a certain type that's, like, in the front lines, and you're like, yeah, and there's people who are like that, who have all this energy, and they want to, like, get out and yell at some cops and, like, (laughs) scream and chant and sing. Then you have to do that, but then there's some people who... Like need to give support in other ways. Like you might be financially blessed so that you can help financial assistance with groups and organizations that are, you know, need more assistance to get the good word out. Right? Like all these places, like Status Quo, Jimmy Dore. I mean, the Status uh, Quo co-founder was talking about just the expense of going to Iowa. But thank goodness he was there because I relied on his reporting to give me a perspective that wasn't, like, drenched in, <laughs> in corruption. You know, because they're not, like, they're funded by, you can see in the, during their live streams, you can donate right there and people are donating five bucks, two bucks ten bucks, a hundred dollars whatever people can afford and that's the grassroots movement in this country and in other places around the world that have worked because there's power in numbers, there's power in people coming together when they say power to the people it means something you know because together we are bigger than Establishment and which is why they spend a lot of time like trying to make us divide and you know so that we get all confused with that instead of focusing like on oh my gosh, we have a lot in common. Let's band together and get these fools, right? But anyway, these are topics probably more to be discussed, not in the open air of the roots cafe.